This episode of Axius Waxius was recorded after a bad day, a long day, and uh, an overall uh, day. So, I apologize for my lack of enthusiasm, my lack of emotion, and my lack of anything resembling uh, an interesting podcast. But, episode two, baby. And I apologize for my grogginess. I've been doing stuff all day. I just got off work. So I'm going to shotgun this Starbucks double shot espresso in a can. Uh, and then we'll continue the podcast. Ugh. Okay. Um, cool. That was a horrible idea. <laughs> There was, it's now Starbucks, uh, coffee all over me, and I don't feel any more awake. So that was a shitty idea. Like a smoldering blister, covered in dust, come and join us on Axios Waxios. It's back, the show that two people listen to, both of them being myself, <laughs> and um, none of them being anyone I respect. <laughs> I've been very nervous to record the second episode of the hit show, A- Axius Waxius, because um, I have to. I have to be honest. The first filming, the the first recording of this episode was with, I was in a very strange place. Um, <laughs> that meaning I, I I was on I was on a Prozac, an SSRI, which I've since found out I cannot take, um, because it induces manic episodes, uh, and just an intense feeling of euphoria. Which uh, was nice, <laughs> was certainly nice, but uh, alas, uh, can't go back to the Prozac. All right, I've been working on a new song called Prozac Attack. <laughs> um, man, look, look, I was so good at this. I feel like two months ago, and now I'm really struggling. But that's okay. Yeah, I found out I cannot. T- take Prozac anymore it does induce manic episodes so that's uh I have not taken anything else after that so that really explains the first episode I'm very um happy (laughs) Um, I'm very happy but it's like an intense happiness I'm shooting out rays of love in that episode man and um man I just I was I was like I don't know. I was freaking out when I was filming that episode. That episode, I was sitting there. I was sitting in my room, and I was I was insane. I was absolutely... People were worried about me. All the people who saw me in those couple days. But in those two days, I decided, I'm going to record a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast. Um, and I was like, who, why am I not doing a podcast? I, I, I want to do a podcast. Anyone who doesn't like the podcast won't listen. Anyone who does like it will listen and will like it. 
and it'll be perfect. It'll be great. And as soon as I stopped taking the Prozac, I was so embarrassed of <laughs> doing the podcast. I ran into someone in public, which it sounds not... <laughs> I ran into a fan. <laughs> um, it's true, but it was a fan because it's a friend of... A f- it's not important. It's not... Anyway... As soon as they walked up to me and said they liked the podcast, I was humiliated. Um, <laughs> which, I don't know, man. I panic. Whenever I do something good, I think I panic. Uh, if I text a friend I haven't talked to in years, I instantly have to turn off my phone out of shock and terror that they'll return with... <laughs> A letter of vitriol and hatred. But, um. But they never do. They don't. One time. <laughs> One time. Uh. Yeah, man. The reason I wanted to do this podcast is because I chat everyone's ear off that I ever get the chance of talking to. And I feel so bad for them, and I think I have so much to say, I should just have a podcast and talk to myself, and that way I'll only annoy myself. And so far, it's working great. I am endlessly annoyed with myself. <laughs> um, God damn, I need guests. There you go. There's the episode. No. Um, all right, what happened today? Well, let's just talk about today, man. Today, I was struggling. I was miserable today. And uh, for no reason whatsoever, other than I just kept thinking, you know. Um, I was in a bad mood. I don't know. I just... I was just depressed today. I was sad. And I cannot talk without speaking in this shitty, sarcastic voice because I'm embarrassed to speak of this. But I was indeed depressed today. I was very upset. And when I wasn't depressed and sad, I was so angry. And I was annoyed at everyone around me. And uh, I wanted to punch uh, someone in the face. And if it wasn't me, it had to be someone else. And I didn't want to get punched in the face. (laughs) So uh, I didn't punch anyone, though. I took my anger out on a... uh, sealed bag of napkins. I threw it all around my house angrily, uh, which was humiliating because uh, as soon as the napkins fly out of the container, you feel like uh, the mother who's just caught a baby having a temper tantrum, but you're the baby and the mother, and you now have to clean up and then put yourself in a timeout, which is humiliating. Humiliating. Um... Um, man, I am so goddamn nervous recording this. I can't even, my head's spinning. Uh, as Duncan Trussell would say, ye great critic who lies in the underworld, you arachnid being that criticizes every word I say, that does not exist because who am I to think these great arachnid creatures would even listen to my podcast? That's what he would say. I don't know what I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said what he said. Um, God damn, I'm so annoying. Uh, all right. Well, that's. Oh, 
I didn't even talk about the part where I actually got back into a good headspace. Because goddamn, I hate talking so much. And I really hate talking when no one's listening. And because I'm recording this and this is my podcast, it's almost guaranteed no one is listening. <laughs> um, but jokes about how bad the podcasts are aside, I felt way better when I got home. And I watched a video by Alan Watts, which is the... If you're spinning in an existential vortex, dude, and you're wondering why you should even go on, you should definitely listen to some Alan Watts. Because, uh... I don't know. It works on me. And, uh... (laughs) The only person I almost understand is myself. So, that's all I have to go on, really. But... The whole video was just him. He He's a, a British Zen master, uh, which is the coolest sentence I think I've ever said to describe a human being. He's a British Zen master. He's very sexy. He's smart. Uh, and he said, he was just talking about how we torture ourselves with thoughts, you know, and we're always thinking, and we're always miserable. And, um... Man, he is so goddamn smart that I cannot even vaguely repeat what he said. But what he basically said was, as soon as you stop thinking, and it's not even thinking of nothing, it's just sort of a lack of thinking, you release yourself from the past, all the thoughts you're thinking about the past, all your regrets, and you free yourself from your thoughts of the future as well. So, you know, all your fears and worries and anxieties of what's going to be, and you're just in this marvelous mystical place of right here and now which many of us have probably never been in because we're always thinking about especially now always thinking about I don't know what's the point if no one's watching what's the point if no one's filming this if no one's taking a picture that's just me maybe but I don't know I feel Sometimes I'll just be doing something I like, and then I'll talk myself out of doing it, because it has no real value, like drawing or uh, swimming or going for a run. It has no long-term effect, but then, you know, I guess you realize that, I don't know, everything's going to fade away, so nothing really has an everlasting effect, so you're really just playing the tomato-tomato game of this is going to last a little bit longer than that. Me making a video is going to last longer than me drawing this picture, but maybe that picture will inspire you to... Whew, man. Oh, my heart's beating. This is hard. And I think I just made it worse <laughs> by acknowledging the fact that I'm nervous. Um, maybe I, I don't know what I'm nervous about, well, that's a lie. I'm I'm embarrassed about embarrassing myself, which I'm definitely doing. But goddamn, as soon as you hit the record button, you gotta say I'm posting whatever I say because I've already re- deleted three podcasts. <laughs> um, th- and maybe this second podcast is just gonna be me being the most annoying interviewer. I'm not even interviewing. I'm not even interviewing anyone except for myself. So. That's really a a double negative because you have the worst interviewer and uh, the worst guest uh, on the worst podcast (laughs) with the worst theme song and uh, 
There's got to be something else that's worse than that, but... Man, it's just the trifecta. If two negatives make a positive, you know, what does three negatives make? Well, mathematically speaking, a negative. <laughs> um, uh, um, whoo, whoo, whoo. Man. But yeah, as soon as I stopped thinking, I felt better. I don't know how to explain it. Alan Watts said, you release yourself from the phantasms, the ghosts, the ghouls and the spirits of the future and the past, and you realize there's only now. Which is cool. And I, I mean, and I've uh, the, uh, one of his guided meditation videos, he says the easiest way to get into the meditative state is to start by listening, and then to stop putting sounds to the noises you're hearing. You just let your ears hear whatever you want to hear. And you realize and you don't if you hear someone sneezing or hear someone cough you don't think that's an improper sound or a proper sound or these are bad sounds to hear when you're meditating you just sit there and you realize that you can't do anything about what you're hearing it's just a happening it's happening to you and it's happening to the outside world and then eventually you stop trying to think of certain things and you let your thoughts flow and your thoughts become a happening just like you're hearing and your breathing becomes a happening and you realize the inside world and the outside world that division is arbitrary we make it by fearing about the future and the past and all the consequences of that instead of just sitting for one second and being here which is, which is super cool because that's what Ramdas said you know just be here now you know, I think the main problem is as I'm talking, I'm thinking about what's best for the podcast and not. I don't know. I, I don't know how. To, oh man, I keep spinning in this wormhole of putting myself down. I think you know maybe I should pause for a moment and and uh, find something to give myself kudos on, like the fact that I pulled myself out of that existent. God, I can't even pronounce existential. I'm really looking for something positive here. <laughs> I'm not not giving myself a whole lot to work with, but that's okay. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, um, 13 minutes. That's it. Wow. Ooh. All right. Um, this is a. Uh, uh, sorry, I thought my phone died. Um. What was I? Gee, and I lost my train of thought. And what I was talking about wasn't even that great. And uh, I'm kind of hungry. So another triple negative, which would make a positive, except there's three of them. So it just circles back around to a negative. And maybe, you know, that's kind of, it's kind of interesting. You know, that's that's what I I keep trying to talk in this shitty, sarcastic voice because I'm nervous to say what I'm really feeling. That's what I was doing today. I was doing a triple negative trifecta existential vortex where I'd be thinking about all the things that were bugging me and nagging me about the past and they all kind of were screaming at me all day. And So instead I would think, just don't think. And then my thoughts would say, well, if you're not thinking, then you're just being lazy, being an idiot, you're being fooled. And that, that was the uh, third negative that brought it down to a 
grand total of a whole negative, which uh, <laughs> would be referring in this case to myself. And in that case, I was indeed a, a, a whole negative. Negative thoughts, uh, negative actions, and we'll just throw in negative looks to be really mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to get that triple three, there are actually probably uh, multiple negatives. About, see, look, look, I'm doing it again. I'm just naming off negatives about myself. What are three things I like about myself? Well, I'm incredibly charming. I'm very handsome. And I'm an overall ladies killer. And maybe all those three are lies, but they make me feel good. Uh, um... So, I stopped thinking, and I just, I don't know, um, yeah. Alan Watts says, when you stop thinking, when you truly reach the point where you stop thinking for a moment, and let yourself just be here, you can't really describe it. He, he, he started to even in the lecture, he started to say, you start to sense, well no, I shouldn't even say that. It's indescribable. It's beyond words. True peace is beyond words. And I, uh, sounds really cheesy, but I felt true peace for a few minutes. And if I can do it, you can do it. And I think that's what I wanted to do when I started this podcast. Uh, as embarrassed as I am to say it, is to show people how I pulled myself out of a really shitty hole. Um, but the problem was the way I pulled myself out of that shitty hole was with Prozac <laughs> and Adderall and now they're gone. So the race begins again. But I'm a few steps further from the starting line than I was before I started this podcast. And before, when I did that first episode, I was cured. I was euphoric, I was happy, I was loving life. I had a schedule, and I was in there, baby. I was killing it. But, uh, it wasn't possible for me to continue with that push. But it opened a door. Because uh, for the first time in a long time, I knew that I could uh, not be happy again. It's not being happy. Um, well, when I took Prozac, I was very happy. But it was a sense of... I don't know. Um, Peterson talks about finding meaning as the purpose of life instead of happiness. Because if you put happiness as the purpose for your life when you truly suffer your whole world falls down so you find the meaning in spite of the suffering you find the zone in which you feel like you're supposed to be there even if you're not happy if you're writing and you're in a bad mood but this writing is I don't know making you feel like you're in the right place at the right time doing the right thing at the right speed. <laughs> I needed a third one, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, speed isn't really important. But um, 
I was in a place where I didn't think I would ever be happy again. Which was weird because in that space there were moments of happiness. So I, I, I don't know. I think right there you kind of see that happiness can't be the true goal because I was, I would laugh in that two year, it was about a year and a half, two year period of misery where at night uh, I would have a hard time sleeping because I would just think about all the things that were wrong and during the day I couldn't talk to the people I loved because I was scared they, they hated me and I couldn't branch out to meet new people because I was terrified of them and uh, I had this realization today there, you know, I don't like, you know, there were moments where uh, going on with life was scarier than dying, you know, which puts you down a dark hole, and uh, the fear really crippled me, and I was really lucky to be put in a place where I had a community of amazing people, but even in that community, I couldn't reach out, I couldn't talk to them, I couldn't show them who I really was, I made the most boring, blandest, lame-o version of myself I could, I, I wouldn't share what I liked unless I thought that maybe they were interested in it too, and um, I turned into a uh, a real boring side character, you know, <laughs> I was just trying to be part of everybody's story, so I made myself the least... Uh, noticeable person around, you know, and I, I didn't have any individuality or anything, I really just molded into a, a boring piece of clay, you know, and was, you know, Jim Carrey says, if you uh, live your life longing for other people's, what does he say, gratitude, or other people's um, acceptance, you become invisible. Which is ex exactly what happened, you know. In the first podcast, I think I talked about, and I was at this uh, party. There's there's five people, six maybe, so not quite a party, but um, someone did an impression of me, you know. Uh, they were saying, "Oh, you want to see an impression?" Someone was doing an impression. They said, uh, "You know, so and so does a great impression," and and she did her impression of me, and it was this. It was so bizarre because I hadn't realized it. I I knew that I did it. I knew I stood in the corner with my arms crossed looking at the ground <laughs> trying to be part of the group. But I didn't know that they knew that. So as soon as I saw it, I knew that uh, my attempt to become the perfect person had completely failed. And that these people had invited me to a party that they did not need to invite me to in spite of that. And that was one of the first times I think I had a, a glimmering feeling that maybe these people actually liked me. Because that is definitely something I struggle with. Uh, a lot of the time, I don't think anyone likes me. And uh, and also when I'm saying all this, I this is why... I, this podcast is kind of spooky to do because, um, did I just say spooky? <laughs> um, because I want to really have a place where I can talk about all this stuff and, and, you know, if anyone else is in that spot too, I can show them that there's a, you know, 
Not that I'm anyone special. It's also not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm doing this podcast for me. I like doing it. Um, but yeah, I think at least these first couple episodes, I just really want to talk about where I got to a place where I could even do a podcast. Because right now, I really do not feel like that. But luckily, in my Prozac-induced manic state, I was crazy enough to release one. And in that state, I also believe that people could like me. So um, I'm kind of all... I think these next couple episodes, the whole my whole life, I think I'll be striving to get to where I was in that Prozac-induced manic euphoric state. I'll never reach it, but that's okay. Um... I'll just be kind of grasping for that, because in that moment, I knew that people could like me, and that is, it's hard, hard to believe. Uh, That's why I don't talk to a lot of my friends anymore, Uh, because if we don't talk for a week, I start to uh, get real nervous, and I do this this really shitty thing, I hate doing this, but I, I make conspiracy theories, I don't mean to, they just kind of pop up in my head, they really, they just appear, man. Like, just, and they're not any political, weird conspiracy theories. They're just about my friends. So if I haven't talked to a friend in a while, I'll just be convinced that they hate me. and that Or they think I'm weird. Or they're laughing at me. Or they just don't like hanging out with me. And uh, even right now, it's hard, I, I'm hard-pressed to say that it's not true. Because it feels true. Um, but I'm going to say it, it's not true. And the reason I'm pretty sure it's not true because the few people I have been brave enough to reach out to have seemed very uh, happy about it and excited indeed to hang out with me. Um, and even if they weren't... That's ah, another thing about this podcast. I don't want to uh, complain, complain, whine, 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 and uh, be a big baby because I don't want people to um, feel like they owe me anything just because of the way my uh, brain tricks me. You don't need to be. You don't need to um, be overly nice or try to uh, try to make me feel better. You know, I, it's it's not anyone's to deal with but me uh, and the few viewers who have to listen to this podcast. The viewers are indeed. If you want to keep listening, you do have to send me texts of love and appreciation every day. And five dollars. Five, five dollars. Weekly. We'll say five dollars weekly. I think that's fair. Uh, because I'm really putting my heart on the line for you invisible assholes. <laughs> who don't have to say a thing. But you get to hear me make fun of myself for 30 minutes every two months. So I think that's a fair trade, really. Five bucks a week. That's just five. Just any money so I can eat. Because uh, at the moment, my diet has consisted mainly of honeycombs and pops. Which just really wreaks havoc on your your whole bowel ecosystem. And I think it has seeped into my brain and just made me a dumber person. <laughs> but as I was talking about, which I forgot what that was, but I'm trying to remember. Trying to remember. Oh, people not liking me. You don't owe me anything. You don't have to overcorrect. You all I ask is that you be honest because because goddamn have some have I realized the the uh, depths of my trust issues because uh 
if if you're a friend of mine and I haven't texted you in the last two weeks, which is 99% of my friends, it's simply because uh, I'm terrified <laughs> to do so. That's all it is, and that's not me complaining. That's not me saying you did anything wrong, you owe me anything. It's just an explanation. Uh, do with it what you will. <laughs> Maybe some of you are, are happy about it. That's certainly understandable. Because uh, I'm through recording this podcast, I've realized how incredibly annoying I am. So, of course, of course, a few of you are relieved that I haven't texted you in perhaps years because of an undying fear that you indeed hate me. Uh, but, man, I do it with everyone, and I'll find the smallest reason to do it. I'll try to text my friend. I actually did it today. I texted a friend I hadn't spoken to since July, and it was terrifying. Um, and man, do I sound like a wuss saying that, but it's true. That's, you gotta be honest with how big of a coward you are, or your problems will never change. I am such a coward that I have a hard time texting friends I have not texted in a week. And this one was in July, which is forever. Uh, yeah, so I did it. And I'm terrified. They have not texted me back. Maybe they won't. And if they... I, I developed this mantra for when my brain makes these uh, shitty conspiracies. Or, you know... Like, like one of them is if someone cancels plans with me, I'll instantly think it's because they just want to get out of hanging with me. And that's a shitty mindset because you're putting malice to people's actions that you have no evidence... Of them having so you're really being a bad friend when you're doing that you're you're putting bad energy and and you know you're you're just you're making you're not giving them the benefit of the doubt which is not what friends do you know you have to trust your friends you have to trust your friends so I, I you know if someone cancels their plans and my brain's like they're skipping out because they hate you or because you you're weird, you're, you know, or you're short, that's a weird one, uh, I shouldn't have said that, um, (laughs) that's true though, sometimes I'll be like, is it cause I'm short, (laughs) which no one, I don't think, I mean, I'm sure someone has stopped being friends with one of their short friends because they were so disgusted by the, uh, their lacking of normal height, but, um, I don't think any of my friends did that. So, uh, anyway, the mantra is, it's not true. And if it is true, it's not on you, you know? And, uh, even that (laughs) gets challenged. I tried to use that a few days ago, and I I used that a few days ago, and I found out that, um, you know, Someone actually had lied about not being able to hang out, about being sick. And, you know, they hung out with some other friends, which is fine, you know. But then, you know, the mantra, holes start poking in it, you know. It's not, well, it's not true. Well, that one's wrong. So if it is true, maybe it is on you. And uh, that's truly um, (laughs) counterintuitive to the purpose of the mantra. I I had a point to that, but it's gone. My brain's dead. My brain's fried. I waited too long. The afternoon, my brain's never fully functional, so 
But hey, episode two, baby. Out there in the world. Just a quick recap. I'm terrified of everyone. That's okay. I still love them. In fact, I love... I want to be a much more outgoing person than I am. I want to be a much more extroverted person than I am. I want to do a lot of things that I'm too scared to do. And the main one is just uh, connecting with people. But man, these trust, trust, I can't say trust. I can't say trust, dude. Are you five? These deep-rooted trust issues are uh, much more intense than I thought they were. And uh, I'm really, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad I know that. Because once you get known, you can get going, you know? And uh, when you make time, you can write some rhymes. So, this was the shittiest podcast ever made. I'm glad I did it. I say that with tremendous dishonesty in my voice. But the more I say it, I'm sure the more it will be true. So next time, I'll say I really love doing this podcast. And it is not terrifying. In fact, it is my passion to make each and every viewer uh, bored. <laughs> um, yeah, so. All right, have fun with that one, dickheads. <laughs>